basics. Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Roos. Welcome back again to another podcast or another episode on a podcast. Today we are talking about Demon Slayer episode 20 and if you're new to the podcast make sure to hit the podcast with a follow so that you're up to date on everything anime and everything gaming. Let's get it man. Episode 20, Gyu Shobu. Okay, let's talk about those two first. Now I put up a poll talking about Shobu and what people really think about of Shobu and this poll was put up on my Instagram which is like the most highly interactive engaged platform that I have to engage with you guys and on that platform I was told by some of you not the majority of you but some of you that Shobu is a character you guys were just not feeling now I'm confused okay let me explain why I'm confused now I know Shobu ain't like Giyu, okay, because Giyu's a hard-hitting character, okay, he's badass, he's even got that Sasuke vibe where he's quiet and, you know, he just does the job done, but he isn't like a Sasuke, do you know what I mean, he's Giyu, okay, and what we all like about Giyu is that he's a savage and he does the same type of breathing technique as Tanjiro, but Shobu, on the other hand, is a female who's like a, whose ability kind of like represents like a butterfly and how, you know, soft and mellow butterfly is but how crazily different and crazily like effective her moves can be to the demon that she's slaying in this episode she goes off okay i'm not gonna lie to you in my opinion she went off she goes and slices a demon okay who's able to um move some silk with her hair to an opponent and within the hairball that the opponent is inside of release some dissolving acid to then lick you know that's what spiders do like they bite their targets and liquefy them so that they can suck them up later on and you know drink their insides that's really nasty but yeah so you know shobu came from the west where she has seen plenty of deaths on you know the trees and that kind of like aesthetic that kind of design type of kill and when she finally found the the demon that was responsible for it she asked the demon basically she basically wants to repent and she wants to be friends and you know the demon playing the demon role you know of a liar which is what a demon did because she wanted to live she wanted to survive she was basically saying she hadn't killed no one and shobu who had come from the west had seen evidence of exactly her skills okay the demon skills you know hairball type of like power ability coming from the west side okay so she knows already straight away that the demon's mine Shobu's ability is lit, okay, I don't care what anyone says, she's ability, she's a woman who basically has learnt that Wisteria is very poisonous to demons, and we all know this, is in effect, we all know this, like, even the plants will scare away a demon, like, they don't want to get even close to, like, a little tree branch of it, do you get me, or a little stick of it, but she was able to influence Wisteria within her attacks to kill this demon, and when she sliced the demon, even if even though it was just little pokes, it was so effective that the demon had passed away like straight after she had taken some damage. She just dropped and she didn't even need to be beheaded. That's how powerful Shobu is. Now, if you're telling me a character who needs to always slice off a demon's head is not problematic, then you guys are actually tripping because Shobu doesn't need to slice off her head. She doesn't even have the strength to do that. That's why her sword is designed very, very differently. All she needs to do is stab you a couple times and that's it, you're done. Now tell me, Shobu versus Muzan, okay? Or Giyu versus Muzan. Really, truly, who would win? Okay, like, come on, be honest here. 
Giyu will do some sick moves. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they they both will lose. Giyu will do some sick moves. But Shobi just needs to stab effectively a couple of times. And Muzan is in trouble. Do you know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is every person who we've been introduced to, in terms of pillars, we haven't been introduced to a lot of them. So the two characters that we've got, Giyu and Shobi, we need to actually appreciate them and actually try and understand from a distance like how effective these guys really are. Giyu now is a guy who just showed us a different move that we didn't even know existed which was like the 11th water breathing technique called dead calm and when you're dead calm it just seems like everything is flowing like water and nothing can touch you you are just transcendent above all, all things like you are just dangerous okay fully dangerous Tandra did his best with the Hinokami dance or sorry with the Hinokami dance yeah I believe is the Hinokami dance but the, he is yeah, with the Hinokami Kagura, which was a transgression of the water breathing to the fire type style of the war of the war breathing addition to it, and because of the changes he did, he's he was unable to move. And Giyu was the one who saved him just before Tanjiro was about to die. Now that was lit. I love the way Giyu did it. Giyu did it savagely. We didn't see much of Giyu within that part because all he did was slice that demon's head off straight away. And it was just not like it was just not like Giyu's different, man. Giyu's unbelievably different, and I appreciate Giyu. I appreciate Shobu. I even appreciate Zenitsu, Tanjiro, and Inosuke. And I remember those guys' names because it's been 20 episodes, been long enough. But also, these guys have left a memorable memory in my mind, just the relationship and just how they've all played out. I love all of them, and I hope to see them get even much more stronger down the line. The series ends on episode 26. Okay. So if you guys are still not thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't watch it because I'm trying to binge watch it, you know, episode 26 is when it finishes and when it ends. So, you know, even if that's when you want to start watching it, I advise you guys to just get into the habit of trying to get down the anime because the anime is so lit and it's so fun to just watch. Now, um, the development of the demons was nuts because we got to understand that when a 12 Kizuki member gives his blood or even just a drop, just a drop of blood and another demon drinks it they the demon who drinks it develops a, an upgrade of power abilities and a new aesthetic look to them and they look different they look more of like the demon who gave them their blood but also their ability has a jump as well they increase in strength and that makes things quite problematic because if the strongest demon of the kizuki member possibly was going around giving away his blood it makes things quite hard now Muzan, in my opinion, right, <clears throat> hear me out, Muzan goes around turning people to demons but also making the strongest demon parts of his Kuzuki members, does that make sense? But if a demon from the Kuzuki member who's one of the strongest goes around giving away his blood, wouldn't that make that demon one of the strongest demons as well with, a, with his whole clan? Do you know what I mean? With the demon stuff, I'm not even sure if demons are really demons because when I say that, I'm trying to say I'm not sure demons really have any allies when it comes to demons. This demon that we got introduced to, the spider demon, he created a family of demons which was just a fake bond and it was basically made due to their anger and their anxiousness of if they will be killed by the person who made him into a demon because he was that strong. Nobody could overthrow him and that's what made it into a problem because if they if they didn't abide to his rules or they didn't reach certain criteria in the mission, they would get attacked, they would get sliced in half and it was it was torture mentally, physically, 
you know, for a demon himself to be scared of another partner who is also a demon, it just goes to show the levels of like demonic evilness between the two. And it's tough, it's tough itself in being a demon because some demons do things like make people into family members because they lacked that kind of social or interaction or even just because they don't have their last past memories of who they were so they're really looking for that kind of like connection to be somebody other than just a demon do you know what i mean they're looking for a reason to keep on living a reason to keep on being stronger a reason to keep on slaying other humans do you know what i mean so you know episode 20 was crazy we got introduced to two pillars you know there's about seven more pillars that we need to be introduced to so in my opinion as we know there's going to be another season of demons you know we ain't going to be introduced to all of them in the next six episodes unless they go a different route but who knows man demon slayer one of the top anime series that i've included myself into which i hope you guys enjoy when you decide to take the time to or even if you're watching it as every episode comes out you know weekly i'm proud of you guys because together we are enjoying it and it's like when I'm up to date with it, you guys are up to date with it. And it's like, when I'm saying something to do with it, you guys got something to say to do with it. Do you know what I mean? It's just awesome. So anyways, if you guys enjoyed today's podcast on an episode on Demon Slayer or Kimetsu no Yaiba, you know, make sure to leave a follow. We are doing weekly updates on anime series that I'm watching. I still got a few more anime series to talk about. But yeah, man, make sure to tune to the podcast. Follow the podcast. Follow me on social media at Roost366. I'm going to try and start leaving it in the description if I'm not forgetful. Dummy. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed yourself today. Make sure to have a good day today. It's a nice day today where I'm at. I hope it's a nice day for you guys where you are. It's been your boy Roos. I'm out. Peace.